0: And then the S is all about shifting. You have to shift. You have to shift and you have to move because every time in my own life, whenever I've moved from one level of leadership to another, it required a different set of mindset. It did required a different mindset for me. It wasn't, I had to be renewed in my mind constantly, which means that I have to be able to shift.
1: Welcome to the Christian CEO podcast. I'm Katie Butler, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi there, welcome to this episode. You probably kind of hear my voice. It's a bit different, uh, kind of nosy. I have been battling a terrible cold since I came back from Denver, Colorado. I went to attend my good friend Mike Kim's event and also be honored to be featured on his panelist. Everything was awesome. Until I arrived home and then... It just, I start to lose my voice, but thank God uh, it's not COVID. So I'm sorry about you. You kind of have to bear my nosy voice today. Okay. But I promise the episode content is awesome. Today we have a special friend. Her name is Nakisha Hicks. Actually, she prefer Keisha Hicks. She's a human resource executive turned career and executive coach who specialize in helping female professionals reach their visions and dreams. She's very passionate about empowering women of color and a gifted leader in the human resources field. Well, it's no surprise that Keisha, the career pathfinder has made in her mission to help female HR professionals land their dream jobs. She is a founder of Elevator Her LLC. Don't you just love the name? Keisha has shown undervalued, underpaid HR professionals how to shift their mindsets, advance their careers, and increase their earnings exponentially. Today, in this episode, we talk about Keisha's own journey. We also talk about what are some common mindset the female leaders need to get rid of before you can be elevated? Now, let's check with Keisha. Keisha, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, I don't know why, but recently in uh, my season of life, where my season is after fifty, uh, now I'm fifty-four. Now it seems that like I got a whole lot of no matter is clients, audience, and friends, you guys are all like me, the color of women. Yeah. And uh, I always say that, you know, I get along very well with my chocolate sisters because I'm banana. Yes. Right? So, chocolate yes. and banana is the best, you know, banana split ever. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Exactly. OK, so kidding aside, uh, in the introduction, I already mentioned to you guys that how awesome Keisha is, but always lovely to hear from herself. You know, uh, we know that you are a, such a human resource executive and you turn to career executive coach, especially specializing in helping female professionals reach their vision and dreams. OK, mm-hmm. this sounds pretty and awesome. And great. But Mm -hmm. we love to hear before that, you know, Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. did you arrive, let's say, how did you arrive become a HR superstar? And then what prompted you then to start your own business?
0: Oh, that's such a wonderful question. And I always love when someone asks, what is your path? How did you get to where you are? I would say not by accident. Let me start there. Uh, and with a lot of kicking and screaming, right? Um, when I started, I started my career very early. I was actually 17 when I started my career. Um, so in high school, I had no clue what I wanted to do, um, but there was there was already something about me. I didn't know what this something was, but it was something, right? I think all of us have something in us that we don't know what it is. It's deposited in us from the time we are in the womb, but we don't know what that is. But um, nonetheless, um, I started this role in HR, no clue what it meant, um, or what I was supposed to do. I thought really Kelly, I was going to be a flight attendant. That's what I wanted to do when I grew up. <laughs> right? I was like, I want to be a flight attendant. I want to help people travel. Um, and I guess somewhat I do that now, but, um, so I, I, my career went in a really unconventional route in that I didn't stay in HR. Um, I ended up kind of bouncing out because it was, I couldn't quite align with purpose. I didn't know what it I didn't know what it really was. I looked for jobs. And we'll, we, I'm sure we'll, the conversation will go there in a little bit. But I just looked for jobs. And, and um, my life personally took a little bit of a turn, I became a single parent. And so then that really just my focus was just on surviving, and being able to raise my son. And so it really was even more like, let me just take a job, let me just take a job, but I've always um, operated with an extreme sense of uh, or spirit of excellence. And so for me, it was whatever job I took, it was do it and do it with a spirit of excellence. And so I went from HR to purchasing. I worked um, for a major auto manufacturer, traveled the world, did some things that way. Um, It was cool, but it wasn't fulfilling work. Um, I ended up getting back into HR, kind of through the back door, through an IT project. And, even though I know nothing about IT sometimes, it I can't even turn my own computer on sometimes. Um, but it was one of those things that it was like me slowly but surely aligning or realigning. Um, once I was able to get back into that, the, that space, I knew then that people were my thing. Helping people was my thing, but not helping people from the sake of, you know, like um, social work or psychiatry or something like that. Um, but I knew that it was, More it was it was deeply rooted, but I didn't know what it was still. Um, I would say it wasn't until probably 2014. And at the time, I was actually an assistant HR director. I made it some kind of way um, that high up. Um, still didn't have no clue what I wanted to do or what this really meant. That I ran smack dab into my first coach. And my first coach, and he asked me, What are your guiding stars? And at that point, it was one of those things. I was like, I have no clue. Right. And it was one of those things that I really, I, I remember sitting in my prayer closet and saying, okay, God, you brought me this far. And there's this thing about me. I'm supposed to be doing something. I don't know what it is. Guide me, show me what it is. And, you know, sometimes I think Kelly, when we ask God for something that quick, we expect a quick response, right? Right. We expect God to show up with this quick response, but he didn't show up with this quick response. Instead, it was a year where it was a lot of torment. And it was a lot of, you know, it was a, it was a toxic environment that I was in. And I, it was like, okay, God, wait a minute. Why am I here doing this? But what I didn't understand was that he was stretching me and he was pulling me. And he was, he was equipping me with the things that I needed to take me on to the next part of my journey. And so, but he sent me a coach. And that, that wise counsel was there to really help me to figure out what was going on with me and how to really move from the place I was in because the place was very easy for me to get comfortable in an uncomfortable place. Um, but it it caused me to move. And so um, in 2015, I left, no, 2016, I left that role, went into a director role, two years later went into like an executive director role. Then two years later went into another organization at an executive level. And then um, about six weeks into that role, I got elevated into an executive level role. And just left that role back in December of 2021. So, um, along the way, I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of people that were like me, that were trying to figure it out. Right? It seems as though that's who I was called to. Those people that were trying to figure it out. And um, back in 2020, birth, I birthed to elevate her, uh, which was really to help people try to figure it out. And I didn't, I I birthed it. I mean, literally, I. I launched my business the same year as the pandemic. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) okay, here we go, right? And I kept wanting to put it off because that's what we do, right? But um, procrastination is an insult to God. So um, we do it, we go for it and we figure it all out. And um, that's kind of my story, long story short, I guess. But that's how I got here. Yeah, and since
1: because actually the way I uh, got to know Keisha is we are in, you know, we we had the same coach, actually, and we are in uh, uh, one of the same uh, uh, coaching program. And she is very humble, guys, because what she did not say, tell you is obviously, okay, if you heard what you said carefully, she managed to leave her full-time job, a high-paid job, and her, her business is a great success. So I'm just going to add that for her. She's so humble. And uh, I, I, love, I love her brand called Elevate Her. And, you know, recently uh, my daughter and I, we actually just, you know, established a new company in Switzerland called She Inherited. God has the daughters in mind a lot. Uh, Mm -hmm. in this very season. So I want to ask you, I know one of your genius is you help female leaders to shift their mindsets Mm -hmm. so then they really can be elevated to the next level, advance to the next level in their career. Mm -hmm. What would you say some common, not necessarily mistakes, mistake, just common uh, mindset that's it before they work with you? what you mm-hmm. see in the, you know, career space. Or sometimes, I mean, in entrepreneurial the same thing is that women, right? We mm-hmm. have a lot of different kinds of limited belief and, and mm-hmm. or uh, whether it came from the, their history or from different area in their
0: life. Mm-hmm. So
1: can you share with us that what are the common situation that you have
0: seen? Sure. Um, to your point, there are, lim- there are a lot of limited, limited beliefs that I see. You know, um, and it, it plays out in, I don't have enough of uh, something. I don't have enough education. I don't have the right, I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough, right? Um, and often that lack mentality or that lack mindset of, often plays out into their ability to seek help as mm-hmm. well. Because it's like, If I, if I exhaust resources on this, I won't have enough for something else. So we see that a lot. Um, There is also this, I I like to, they're spirits to me. All these things are spirits to me, but there's like a spirit of doubt, self-doubt and a spirit of procrastination that we see. Um, Imposter syndrome, like all of these things, right? And they really come to destroy our dreams and our desires and our purpose, right? They really come to it. But Kelly, I will tell you that the thing that I have been, really championing over the last few months, probably since um, September, is all about fear. Hmm. Because when you boil it down, whether it's self-doubt, imposter syndrome, any of these things, they all come back to the root cause of fear.
1: And what would you say, what caused that fear?
0: You know, I think it's not being, um, it's not understanding the dominion and authority that we have. Okay. Right. Because I believe that as a Christian, I have dominion and authority over a lot of circumstances and a lot of situations just because God said so. And I have the ability to say, I I can bind whatever I want to bind. I can lose whatever I want to lose. Right. And so I can bind procrastination if I want to, Mm
1: -hmm. but I have
0: to understand that I have the authority to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think sometimes, um, it's that it's that mentality. I think it's also um fear. it's it's based upon competition sometimes. You know, it's like, well, I won't look but I won't have the business she has, or I won't have the career, but it's like what God has for you is for you. Your purpose, your assignment is for you. But it's not understanding um, your connection to the kingdom. I think I think that's where it goes left for a lot of people,
1: yeah, I agree. I think uh if we really point to read really the bottom line mm-hmm. if that we do have an intimate relationship with God mm-hmm. and if we really solid um his word then mm-hmm. that's why you say that, that we will be really understand the mm-hmm. the authority the rights uh the dominion mm-hmm. we have and we understand that, of course, mm-hmm. life, circumstance, mm-hmm. life circumstances Absolutely. always happen, right? Um, but again, I think, um, I, I don't remember who said this, but say problem really is a problem. Any problem mm-hmm. we face really is a, a real problem. But it's how mm-hmm. we look into the problem. Absolutely. It's a problem, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it, it's where the, the mindset thing. Yep. Uh, so if I ask you, say, let's say, well, now they are, they are the female leaders that came to you and you you found out they have this limiting belief and the rule of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is required? You know, what is required for them to do or to change in order they be able to elevate to the next level?
0: They have to change their focus. And I have an acronym for focus um, that we use. The F is all about being fearless and thinking futuristically. Because we have to understand that the enemy comes to change time. And if he can change time, then he can change your purpose. So I already have to think forward thinking about where I'm moving in my purpose. Right. And I can't be afraid of where I'm going. I'm going. Right. I, you can be nervous, but I don't need to be afraid. Right. So that's part of the, the first part. Then I have to be able to oppose the opposition. Right? Hmm. I can't just I know that the opposition is there because, Kelly, you and I both know that as we go into different realms and different dimensions, as we go higher then the attacks are greater. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have to we know, we, when we know that, then we have to be an imposter to oppose the opposition. We have to be ready, right? And if you stay ready, I like to say, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, right? If you stay in the word, you don't have to worry about it, right? You understand what things are under your feet, what are above your head. You understand that there are, you can call on legions of angels to help you. You understand that, right? Um, if, but you have to be in a, posi- in a posture where you're opposing the opposition. Then you have to be able, where, uh, be able to challenge yourself And to really um, concentrate, really get get dialed into where you're supposed to go. Get dialed into your work, not your job. Mm. Because this is where I think people get it twisted. Because a job is not anything but tasks and duties. Your work is tied to your purpose and your potential. So it's like you need to concentrate on those things. And then the you is all about understanding the assignment. We all have an assignment. So this is when you need to get an understanding of what your assignment is. Because if I understand what my assignment is, and you bring this into corporate world, whenever, um, I I think it was Jack Welch that said, you know, you need to pull in people when you help them understand how they're a piece of the puzzle, right? Because when they understand that they're a piece of the puzzle, then they can buy in a little bit better. When they buy in, then they can execute. Well, you have to understand your part of the assignment. You have to understand how you fit into the kingdom. How you, how you leading, whatever it is? You have to understand that. And then the S is all about shifting. You have to shift. You have to shift and you have to move because every time in my own life, whenever I've moved from one level of leadership to another, it required a different set of mindset. It required a different mindset for me. It wasn't, I had to be renewed in my mind constantly, which means that I have to be able to shift. So I would say to answer your question, they got to focus. You have to focus. In order to elevate, I love that. Can you remind me what's F? F is thinking futuristically and fearless, being fearless.
1: Yeah. And then she also means that O is to be able to oppress your enemy. Mm-hmm. And then C is to challenge. Is mm-hmm. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Challenge and to
0: concentrate. Mm-hmm. Challenge and concentrate.
1: And then U is to understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Understand your assignment.
1: Understand your assignment. And then as is you you need to be able to shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you guys heard this phrase that people say, you know, new level, new devil, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, I mean, devil is one, but it just mean, you know, when we go to the next level, uh, it, it is this kind of non-stop thing, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. for example, the imposter syndrome is not like, oh, you conquer once and then later not you won't meet me again. It's just me in the very different level mm-hmm. and maybe a d- different kind of format, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, I love what our conversation because, you know, this is probably people when, uh, maybe when they look at, I don't know what's, what the title got put in this episode yet because if we just see that, you know, what your background and then they probably think, oh, they can't talk about professional, career development, but we totally talk about different yeah. <laughs> different yeah, yeah, yeah. different yeah, yeah. dimension about because this is rarely people talk about out there, but this is actually more real mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the physical eyes that normally we see on a service, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. So so what would you say that uh Kisha, if I ask you, say if you can give our female leaders, some advice, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say now, I remember somebody uh, told me this. Actually, when a group, a group of uh, leaders, we got together a while back here in Switzerland, and then the presenter, she was, yeah, she was, uh, she, she's HRD, and then she was encouraging the young, younger generation of the the girls when they apply job right they say mm-hmm. that you know if the criteria let's say if there's a 10 criteria you need to meet if the girls look at it she meet eight or nine she will say i don't have enough i'm not qualified right. and then right. if the men look at it, like, if they fit like five or six say that i'm superstar
0: i'm go for it <laughs> right mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely that's true
1: mm-hmm. right yeah. so <laughs> if i ask you say you know uh if you can give some advice for women, you know, when they are looking at that situation, uh, whether they are level up, you know, they are level up to the next level mm-hmm. uh, or they are like us, they are entrepreneurs, They know it's time to scale up to the next level. And they are kind of in this transitional time, like, oh, I'm not so sure I have what I take.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not so sure I should move forward. Mm-hmm. So why were you, what would be your suggestion for that?
0: Um, you know, Kelly, I, there's power in, in your yes. Mm. And I think you have to like moving forward, whether it be in your career or in your business requires you to say yes. And sometimes you're going to say yes to things that you have no clue how it's going to get done right? But that comes back to me understanding my assignment,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because you can't tell me that when David had them three little stones, he understood the assignment with them three little stones. You couldn't tell me that he understood. Like when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was in the fiery furnace, you can not tell me they understood. Like, it's hot in here. Like, like, I don't understand what I'm, they didn't understand it, but they understood they were supposed to be there, mm. right? And so I think the first part of the advice is, say yes. Say yes to understanding that now it's time for you to scale. It's time for you to grow. It's time for you to move forward. Say yes. Because then when you say the first yes, you then subsequently start saying yes again and again and again, right? And when you're saying yes, you have to. You have to. It is a requirement that you quiet the noise. And that noise, the biggest, the loudest noise is coming from inside you. And it's telling you, you don't have enough. You're not enough. You're not good enough. They're not going to pick you. Nobody's going to buy what you're selling. Like it's going to, but you have to silence that. And you have to silence that with what you know about what God says about you. Silence it. Every time that it comes up, you put it on mute and you put it on mute by really just This is when you go into just saying, repeating what the word says about you. If you don't know nothing else, know that, right? And then it's like, then you have to embrace the yes and be the yes. Like if I'm saying I wanna go into leadership, I need to be a leader, right? If I wanna be an entrepreneur, a business owner, I need to be that. I need to embody that with what I do, right? I can't be an entrepreneur with a W2 mentality. I have to embody something different. And, and I just think that, you know, you have to continue to press in your yes. That would be my last thing. It's pressing your yes, because you're going to hit a point where you're like, okay, I don't know what to do next. Keep going, keep going. Like you made it this far. Say yes again, just keep going. I think that's, that would be my biggest advice for people.
1: I love it. I really just love it. It, He's like, uh, I think a couple episodes back, we mentioned about the exercise we did uh, when I, when I live in USA as a leadership coach, I went to company and we try a simple activity to prove that you don't need to know the how in order to move a step further. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it just like, because I love uh, what, you know, Keisha just mentioned, not only say yes, but you had to be the yes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, uh, you know, questions, you know, I asked my, uh, my own clients to ask themselves as a CEO in the CEO training side, you know, mm-hmm. will you hire yourself?
0: <laughs> there
1: are days that, you know, no, I will fire myself. Right. That's right. That's right. Right. And that's where like you need to be. You you just say, you know, you cannot be a business owner, but you have W-2 mentality. Mm -hmm. The moment you say yes, that yes is just not a simple yes. That yes means the whole 360 degree of 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 that whole person that Mm -hmm. you need to become. The moment you become, everything else will become effortlessly. Well, Keisha Hicks, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. Mm, Um,
0: Thank you for having me.
1: We will surely put your links in the show notes, but just tell us verbally where people can connect with you.
0: Definitely on LinkedIn. It is Nakisha Hicks on LinkedIn, but definitely, definitely, definitely connect with me there. Um, Lots of content and, and I have a community over there. So definitely join me over there.
1: Yeah, I mean she has I mean she go live every day, I think, right? I feel like I see your <laughs> notification every day. Yeah, probably. Probably there's a lot. There's a lot of content. But not live every day, but just about,
0: just about.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about. Anyway, you, you you have to you have to go connect with her and then especially her, her live show. is awesome. So Keisha, I just cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. Mm -hmm. thank you how have you enjoyed the episode i hope you have you have taken some notes find the message is encouraging since you are my beloved podcast listeners i want you to know something first Uh, i am actually planning to host live workshops in may i call it a trifecta of your successful and profitable coaching consulting business One of the workshops is I want you, first of all, understand the right sales models, especially you just get started or you start a new niche in your business. We're going to talk about sales, profit, organization, and impact. The second workshop is to answer a question I got asked all the time. It's Kelly, what kind of content should I create for my social media? You see, especially can attract, not just increase my followers, but attract the real buyers. Well, let me just solve that problem for you. Once for all, we are going to talk about your pillar contents to launch your business. And the third workshop is people rarely talk about out there, but actually it's probably one of the most impactful factor for your business and that is time Well, i call it acceleration to your success everybody got 24 hours but we all got different results because we cannot manage time we only can manage ourselves in time in this workshop we will show you how you can map out the whole year between your life and the business launch. All these workshops actually are part of the curriculums of Power One Framework. I decided to share these three key workshops with you guys so more people can be benefited, although you may not be ready to join the Power One Framework yet. It's not a free workshop, but it's a very affordable price. So if you are interested, uh, before we open the door to the public, please just email us at podcast at KellyBotter.com. Again, it's a podcast at KellyBotter.com. In the subject line, please write workshop. And if you like, write a little bit more, tell us where you are in your business now, why you are interested to attend the workshop. Then we will send you some more details. Okay, I will see you in the next episode.